0: friends, welcome to the Creative Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Caldwell, and I'm so happy you're here. Each episode, I take some time to chat with fellow artists about life, faith, and the impact of the arts. Welcome to episode 101 of the podcast. Today's conversation is so much fun as I'm getting to chat with the founders of Refit Revolution, Angela Beeler, Catherine Ballas, and Emily Field. ReFit Revolution is really a transformative fitness experience. Together, Angela, Catherine, and Emily decided that community was the missing piece in the fitness industry, and that connection was the key to lasting internal and external change. I love their heart for people and how they've built this fitness experience that's transforming lives beyond the workout. In our conversation today, we chat about the background of ReFit, their foundational values, the power of community, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about ReFit, you can check out their website at refitrev.com. That's R-E-F-I-T-R-E-V.com. And ReFit is giving Friends of the Creative Impact Podcast a free month of ReFit On Demand, which is so awesome, and you'll get to hear more about it in our conversation. But you can check out the discount code in the show notes, and I'll also be sharing it at the end of the episode today. I'm so excited for you to get to know this power trio. Enjoy my conversation with Angela, Catherine, and Emily. Yay, well, I am just so excited and pumped to be here with you guys today. I am here with Angela Beeler, Catherine Vallis, and Emily Field, who are the founders of of Refit Revolution. So, welcome you guys. Thank you for being here. Hello.
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having
0: us. Yeah. I'm like slightly fangirling cuz I've watched a lot of Refit YouTube videos and followed you guys for a number of years, so it's super fun to actually like have a conversation. This is really, really special.
2: Yeah. Well, I was curious what
3: introduced you to Refit and how how you found us and why you wanted to talk to us today.
0: Yeah, for
3: sure. This <laughs> interview <Sorry to laughs> with a question to you. Love <laughs> to know just more about you, Rachel. And- yeah.
0: For sure. Flip the mic a little bit. So <laughs> I um I am in Houston, Texas, which I think, Catherine, you're from Houston as well, right? Cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I can't remember if I found you guys on YouTube first or if I was introduced through um one of my mentors is Jackie Stoffer, and she's a refit instructor. had gone to probably one of the earlier refit instructor trainings. When did you guys start doing instructor trainings? 2013. (laughs) 2013. Okay. So it was probably somewhere like maybe 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. And so I took a couple of classes live with her and then just love like following along with the YouTube videos and everything. And then during the pandemic, I feel like I kind of rediscovered it all over again and was doing like the rev and flow and, you know, some of the fun things you guys were putting out just as a resource for everybody. And then I also teach dance. So I was a high school dance teacher the past five years and dance director and would use some of y'all's YouTube videos as well as like during our fitness unit to introduce different forms of, of fitness and how we can have fun at the same time. So. Yeah. So I've just always really admired you guys and loved the work that you're doing and love the heart that you have behind it and just the energy that you bring. So I'm really, really excited to get to introduce you to our listeners today if they don't already know you. So that's a little bit about how I got connected to you guys. And I'd love to hear now a little bit about each of you. So this is an audio-only podcast. So I thought it'd be fun to connect a voice with a name and let you guys introduce yourselves. So...
3: We go in ace order.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's go in ace order. So let's go with Angela.
2: Or oldest to youngest. (laughs) That is also ace order. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. First of all, we love sharing our story, but we also love connecting with people that are creative and. You know, because we learn something every time we have these conversations with people. But yeah, my name is Angela Beeler. I am a mom of three girls. My girls are 26, 19, and almost 17. So definitely on the sort of end of the parenting spectrum, about to be an empty nester in just over a year, which is a bittersweet moment for me. But I've been in the fitness industry space for over 10 years. Started out Taking fitness classes and then quickly turned into a fitness instructor and then Mm -hmm. obviously met these two girls and I'm sure we'll dive into it, but we had a lot of vision behind creating fitness communities through refit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I am an Enneagram eight. I am one of the co-founders here. I think my active role currently on our staff is mostly along the marketing vision strategy side of things. Definitely not an older girl, but I do love, I love our job. I love what we do. And again, we've been at it now for uh, yeah over 10 years. And I think anytime wow. someone can devote a decade of their life to something, it should indicate mm-hmm. the level of passion and enthusiasm that honestly still even exists for me today. So. Mm-hmm.
0: That's who I, am. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are almost to 15 years, right?
3: Uh, we started teaching in 2009, um, but established Reset as a company in 2011. So okay, gotcha. going on 12 years as a
0: official. Wow. Official like yeah. company. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. All right. So I think it's Catherine
1: next. Yes. I'm Catherine Ballas. i um, 38 almost 39 coming up Cinco de Mayo nice and I am a mom of a miniature dachshund named baller Um, (laughs) he's amazing he's a pandemic puppy and I grew up I would say around a dancing family and Mm -hmm just kind of through osmosis, learned. Uh, My cousin is Mark Ballas, who was recently uh, the champion of Dancing with the Stars with Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Um, And yeah, just always grew up around dancing, around a lot of lively activity at Christmas and Easter, for sure, with all the cousins and grandkids performing for one another. My grandfather made us perform for our Christmas presents, and I didn't know that that was not normal. Um, (laughs) That sounds
0: very relatable for me though we definitely did all sorts of cousin performances and stuff so
1: I yes. <laughs> yeah yeah like we we literally wouldn't get them if we didn't do something wow. even if you just that's hardcore for sure yeah, even if you just read a song <laughs> at least it was something <laughs> must perform must perform <laughs> and so i think just being around that culture and that community growing up it you know i played sports all through growing up in high school and then in college mm-hmm. but Post college was, you know, looking for some type of activity to do, and was drawn to group fitness, specifically cardio-based dance fitness. And then um, we can talk about how we stumbled into Refit as a result. Yes. But it's really cool to see just kind of those different paths cross into this passion that we call Refit.
0: Yes. Yeah. And what is your enneagram number that you identify with?
1: I'm an enneagram one. Okay. So there's that. question. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which integreen number do you identify with? Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, no, Yes. Today. Because I- <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to like label you, right, but right. End- <laughs> yes. And then as far as what I do here, uh, a lot of everything, mm-hmm. yes, vision and strategy, but then also like how do we operationalize the business? How do we scale the business? I do look at numbers. I pre-cal, so I'm not sure if it's the best thing for me to be looking at the numbers. But um, really, <laughs> behind all of that, have a passion for people and seeing people experience belonging, empowerment, transformation. So, business aside, would prefer just to be hanging out with people all day. So,
0: love that. That's amazing, and. I happen to remember you being on a little tiny television show called Fixer Upper, but it was funny because I was watching, I was a huge fan of Chip and Joe and like all the things Magnolia and I was watching and I was like, I really feel like that's Catherine from refit. (laughs) She looks so familiar. And then they were like saying like fitness and yeah, but I was like, I'm pretty sure. So how was that experience for you? It was
1: amazing. Yeah. I... It's crazy to think that was almost five years ago yeah, now. Still in that loft. Yeah, still there. Uh, yeah, it was, an was aw- a cool loft. Awesome experience. Chip and Joe are incredible people. Waco's better because of them. I think our country's probably better because of them and <laughs> mm-hmm. their values and the 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 love that they share for people and the passion they have for what they do. And so, really grateful to have that opportunity. And they did uh, above and beyond what I could ever imagine. So, yeah, was- that's so cool.
0: Thanks for sharing. I was I like, know. I'm not sure if she wants to talk about that, but then I saw it was in your bio, so I was like, okay, I think we're, I think we're good. <laughs>
1: yeah, it it is weird that everyone has seen my living room and bedroom. That does feel yeah, strange. <laughs> feel a little
0: strange for yeah. sure. That's not normal, but yeah, <laughs> but it is a super cool, super cool thing. Yeah. So How about you, Emily?
3: Hi, uh, my name's Emily Field, and I'm uh, glad to. Have- <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> to have a template to follow. You know, whenever you're introducing yourself, there's lots of different directions you can take that. So i have kind of just covered the basics. I am a mom of three boys. They're eight, six, and two. So I'm on the other end of the spectrum as Angela. When it comes to parenting, I'm kind of in the throes of still learning how to parent and Raise children with Mm -hmm. three different personalities, and I have lived in Waco my whole life. There was a period of time for about 10 years that I traveled with my husband, he played professional baseball for 10 years. So, we've lived for six to 12 months at a time in different cities across the country. But whenever he finished playing, we resettled our roots back in Waco. So, we've been here full time since 2018 and have reestablished our stake in the ground here where we will be Mm -hmm. definitely Um, nice. big family here have a lot of cousins and siblings and aunts and uncles and central Texas is our homeland. So having a business that started in Waco that went beyond Waco, but has been rooted here where we've been able to try and fail and try and fail here in, in my hometown has been Really meaningful because this is a really powerful community in Waco that will support you whenever you have weird and wild ideas, like (laughs) starting a fitness company that really has nothing to do with fitness. (laughs) No, they are the ones that showed up before class and stayed after class and really showed us that what we were doing was not just delivering a workout. And Mm -hmm. so I have always enjoyed moving my body. You know, married to an athlete, and also like Catherine playing sports myself. I always. Loved working out, but refit has taught me of how much more it can be than just a physical benefit. And so it's been an honor to get to learn from a community of the power of community. And so my involvement here, I do sit closest to the local operations of the business when they're traveling and doing the instructor trainings across the country. My, Mm -hmm. my role is best served here at the studio and with the instructors that teach here and kind of dip my toe in many parts of the business. But yeah, seeing, seeing this local community continue to get the attention and as a thriving part of the business is where I put my focus and effort.
0: Love that. And then what is your most closely identified Enneagram number?
3: (laughs) Oh, yes. Very much. It's not even close. It's not like maybe if it is textbook quintessential
0: Enneagram 7. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So we've got an 8, a 1, and a Mm 7. And I most connect with 9. So I'm kind of in between two of you guys, which is fun.
2: I was calling 9 for you. And 9 is one of my favorite numbers. So congratulations.
0: You were calling it? (laughs) Nice. Thanks. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, well, you guys have touched on it just a little bit, but how did you guys
2: first meet? Yeah, so I think it's important for your listeners to know we are obviously different ages. And there are nine years difference between Catherine and myself and 12 years difference between myself and Emily. And what is your age difference between each other?
1: I'm
2: 34.
1: I'm 35. There you go. Nice. We yeah. miss each other in college. Yeah, because we're like not
3: a full four years apart. Because she's not yet thirty nine, and I turned thirty five in November, so we're like three
1: years. I apart. was young for my grade. You were normal for your grade. Yeah, it was yeah. It's like all gotcha. Okay,
2: yeah. cool. And I think that's only important to point out because when we start talking about friendships and business partnerships, relationships. And community. Mm-hmm. You know, what I love is that in different seasons of life, but especially in in our age, you can have people that are totally out of season mm-hmm. with each other that still develop these wonderful friendships. Because when mm-hmm. I first met Emily, she was in college and I was a mom of three mm-hmm. already. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right, so cool. we really had no reason to be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so to look this far down the line and to see how the friendship has evolved, even given those different seasons, is really just a kind of beautiful thing. But we met um, Emily and I met because we uh, taught fitness together. We had a did we do the training together? Mm-hmm. We got certified in a fitness and our initial fitness format, mm-hmm. and just hit it off and started teaching classes together around Waco. And then Catherine was a participant in one of our classes, oh, and we cool. connected with her. She was, you know, just so kind, but also had some really amazing dance moves that we got to observe. And so very quickly, we were like, She's "Hey, your head become, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> has, she
3: yeah. has like this invisible light kind of shining down on her that makes yeah. stand out from from the class. She has these dance moves that um, are unlike what anyone else is able to do in right. a group setting, and so." When given the opportunity to bust out a move, everyone else stopped dancing and she continued to do everything against me. The the
1: matter is, Rachel, we met at the end of a soul train. And so we were in a, <laughs> we were in a large group fitness class. It was a specialty class here in town. And my friend drugged me there. I didn't want to go, but I was like, I'll go to support you. Yeah. They have a soul train she pushes me out and then middle. like, go do your, go do your moves. Mm-hmm. So I go do the Number moves. Four. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. And then I got to the end and these two were standing there foaming at the mouth. And they said, Oh my gosh, you're so awesome. Come to our classes. And I remember being like happy people. Okay. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'll, I'll go wherever you go. You guys are happy. I love and so, that. Yeah. So foaming cool. At foaming at the mouth. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. <laughs> Love it. Light shining on my we head. We were excited. Like, yes, yeah, we so
0: excited. That. So, Catherine, you want to keep sharing on like how did the refit vision? Yeah, how was it born?
1: Yeah, I think it's a that's a multifaceted question because it wasn't an overnight. You know, we didn't just wake up one day and we're like, you know, what we should do this. Mm-hmm. We had some different evolutions of just our vision and values. So like Angela and Emily said, we were teaching different formats at the time, but we were also teaching at churches around town and community centers and different, different venues and locations. And we really wanted to infuse like our vision and values into what we were doing. And Mm so I think it started from a place of, of, Hey, let's get clear on who we, who we are and who we want to be. And what do we want to call that? You know, I remember we, We were at Con Street Bakery, which I don't think we've been back since, Um, but we were there and we had this moment where we, we felt like, gosh, we're really building something like, like, what is this? And again, this is just locally at the time, but we had the largest classes in Waco, Texas at the time. This was 200 plus women, um, coming to different venues around town and us, us teaching us having to wrangle children and do, do all sorts of things to figure out how to make it work. But I remember us sitting down kind of in the middle of all of it and writing down our vision and then writing down our values. And that was really the launching pad of where things started. Well, cool. you never know what could
0: start at Collins street bakery people. That's right. cool. <laughs> so yeah. I love you guys do feel different, I would say, than like the typical quote fitness industry like values and vibes, maybe. So, Emily, do you want to share a little bit about kind of the values that drive refit and how you guys are a little bit countercultural? Yeah. From the norm? Yes. And I
3: think probably from the very first interaction with refit in any class that you take anywhere in the country, you will experience an instructor who is getting to know you and is interested in who you are and is not interested in what you will become or, or what your before and after photos are going to look like. You're not going to be by someone that then has an intake form to see what size you are now and what size do you want to be. It is not a weight loss program. It is not focused on external results. You're not handed a calorie counter. like, there's not going to be talk about shaming our bodies or punishing our bodies because of what you ate yesterday or that bikini season is around the corner. So, refit as a whole. And we've been so fortunate by the instructors who've chosen to buy into the company that that shared those same values that really transformation happens from the inside out. And so we talk about internal transformation. And so I think it's that approach to Moving our bodies because we are celebrating and honoring our bodies through movement rather than punishing our bodies or seeking physical change from movement. And so it's just an yeah. inside out approach that most fitness companies are going to say that once you look the way you want to on the outside, then you feel better about yourself. Whereas we say, love yourself as you are, learn to accept yourself and believe that you belong in this space, regardless of what you look like. And once you can really accept yourself, then you move into that space of feeling empowered and then ultimately transform.
0: Mm, That is so good. Yes. So, so good. And so well said too, because I feel like that is exactly what I've experienced from you guys. And I love that it's spread you know outside now it's still in Waco but spreading outside of Waco as well and yeah how has that evolved over the years well
2: i think social media has been a very good advocate for us honestly i think it's allowed us to push past zip codes and physical borders we really started a youtube channel which was really the launching pad for refit as it's known today mm-hmm. in Really a desire just to share choreography with people in some ways for participants who were coming to classes and wanting to practice at home. We quickly found that the choreography was resonating with a lot of other instructors within the fitness community. Mm -hmm. And I think what they were responding to was our values-based approach. We're very selective about the music we use, even the kind of movements that we use Mm -hmm. because we want to honor our bodies. Like Emily said, by you know, participating in movement, but we also want to honor our heart, mind, and soul by making sure that what we put in to those areas too is empowering and positive. Mm-hmm. And because I think, especially within the fitness realm, your head game is so important. And It's often our biggest critic. And so anything that we can do to come alongside people to offer encouragement and support and positivity, I think can be a game changer for a lot of women who would never consider darkening the door of a gym, you know? Right. Yeah. But so with that expansion, or you're talking about evolution, I think, you know, just to be perfectly honest, we did start off in a, what I would say, a Christian fitness space. We were teaching in a lot of churches Mm -hmm. and because of the format that we started with in those churches, we found some obstacles with music choices and just from a value standpoint. So we began creating our own content, you know, choosing our own music, creating our own choreography Mm -hmm. and really unknowingly at the time developing our own format, which is what we were doing, Though it wasn't that intentional at the time. Yeah, it just kind of happened as y'all were working. It did, it did. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people found us as, you know, Christian fitness girls that offer choreography or, or workouts to Christian music. And over time, while that is still very much a part of who we are and who our instructors are, because many of them are also teaching in churches mm-hmm. um, and carry those same faith based values, we really expanded because on our wall, if you were to come here to the Refit Studio, on our wall outside, you would see the size of a billboard it says everybody belongs Love and yeah. obviously we mean that from a physical sense that size shape age ability you have a place here but it also means what you value your background your lifestyle your choices your opinions your political affiliation mm-hmm. that belongs here too and so when we started really leaning into what does that mean we realized that the phrase christian fitness was a little narrow for what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Those things, people of faith, people who are believers, obviously have a seat at our table, but we also desire to have relationships and build connections with people who don't have a faith background as well. And so the evolution wasn't an intentional stepping away from our faith, but really expanding what that means to live out a faith build or a faith based life mm-hmm. to include love on, connect with and reach as many people as possible so that we can extend positivity, joy and love. If that leads to conversations about faith or anything else, we want to step into that and be part of those conversations as well. Our joke is that we are too Christian for the non-Christians and not Christian enough for the Christians. (laughs) And that is a place of tension that we have decided to stand in. And it's an honor to carry that tension Mm -hmm. for both of those groups. Yeah. I love just the idea that the door is open, you know,
0: like anyone is welcome here and that it is a safe space for everybody to come. Mm -hmm. So speaking of, I feel like a huge part of everything we've already heard from you guys is the idea of like community belonging, the idea of kind of that inclusivity, like you can come as you are and you don't have to fit a certain mold or anything like that. And I love your heart for building this community around community. That's a little repetitive. but um, I would love to hear just how you guys have seen that community element play a role in refit and in fitness in general and like life. And why do you feel like community is so important?
1: Yeah. I mean, and like you all can Please interrupt me here because you are have your own perspective on community as well. I think on the heels of this pandemic, it's never been more important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we said we started this 10 years ago, not knowing what we were all going to step into in 2020. And thankfully, we had built a community that had withstood so much. And so even withstood that pandemic and stood with one another during it. And yeah, I think you know, we, we talk about creating spaces or communities of belonging, empowerment, and transformation. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to to say that, but that comes out of a place of vulnerability for us because we had not experienced that in the fitness industry. And honestly, in general, Mm -hmm. like we've all been through middle school and it's hard. Right. (laughs) And when you create a community out of vulnerability, out of authenticity and out of honestly weakness it actually ends up being one of the strongest things that could ever be created because there's, there's nothing um, inauthentic about it. Right. Right. Everyone's just showing up as they are. And so, yeah, I think on the the heels of what we've all endured, it's really important to have, like you said, spaces and places where people feel safe Mm -hmm. and we want to be that space for people. We want to be that refuge that whether you are on your way back from work or you're, you're working from home and you've been in virtual meetings all day and you jump over to our YouTube, whatever it is, we want to be a safe space because everybody needs that. And I would venture to say that most people don't feel a sense of belonging when they walk into a gym, Mm -hmm. maybe even when they walk into a church. And if we can be that for people, then we've done more than enough.
3: Mm -hmm. So good. The way that, that it shows that practically, because I think, to say, you're welcome here and everybody belongs are kind of buzzwords right now, to mm-hmm. be honest. And there's a lot of people talking about creating community. But whenever you look at how that actually gets played out, I think where Reefit has, again, stood out and differentiated itself is that it is backed by action. It is backed by tangible, practical. You have a hug at the door. Somebody knows your name. Nobody is looking at you weird when you are not moving on rhythm and (laughs) hollering over the music. And, but you found that you were so comfortable here that you're going to do those things on the front row because it doesn't matter if you're doing the steps right. And it doesn't matter if you are saying, Hey, at the right time, when the song says, Hey, because no one is side eyeing you. No one is making you feel called out or weird. They are actually loving and counting on you for those things. And when that person's not here, it feels quiet and people miss that person. And when they aren't here, they're being checked on either by the instructor or by staff or by the organic friendships that have existed within the class. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it is again, not just showing up for a workout. It's showing up and spending time with the people that have come to know you and genuinely care about you and your job change and your new grandbaby and your sick husband. It is truly friendships that are here and not just in, again, like Angela said, not just within the context of those that make sense. It's not just breakout groups of people that share similar life circumstances. It is old and young, new to fitness, fitness junkie. It it is people from different Spectrums of life reaching out, which is one of our values, is is building a bridge between two things that wouldn't otherwise share the same space, and creating the environment to where those things are welcomed to happen.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. So, yeah, community just keep showing up yeah. for each other. Yeah, and like I said, that that's tangible, and it's not just a word, you know, or like a phrase, but it's actually lived out. And I love that—that's something that you guys are intentionally like building into the you know the trainings and things like that, so that as it spreads, that that heart is spreading with it, which is super cool. So I'm curious, are there any stories that stand out of like cool moments or like transformation or anything like that that you want to share?
2: I sure. mean,
3: I think from trash to treasure story mm-hmm. is pretty good. Oh, Robert! Robert. Yeah, <laughs> we have a now participant. He he is our trash man. He oh, really? works for cool. the city of Waco trash and would pick up our trashes at our old studio two days a week, would come pick up our trash on the curb of our building mm-hmm. for years and was always curious about what happened inside. And years that go by where he had not quite worked up the courage to just come in and ask, Questions about class. Mm-hmm. He decides to one day attend a class and quick fast forward to year before last, he won the award for attending 300 classes in a single year. I mean, it went from I am so not like anybody that is in the inside this building that I am not even going to step into class to I'm here and something made him feel like he could come back for a second class and a third mm-hmm. class. And it was the people that welcomed him mm-hmm. into the space. There are no other trash men in our refit community. Mm-hmm. Even today, <laughs> he didn't like bring other, other Buddies. coworkers with him. He kept showing up just by himself, but was received as a fellow community member and is so loyal, so faithful and is now actually attending our refit instructor convention that we've opened oh, cool. up to the general public. And so he's invested a very large part of his life to this refit community. And I think that is a testament to the experience that he had on day one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I love that story. <laughs> it's so fun. It's a great picture. Yeah, I think
2: it's important to point out too that Robert is... One, one of a few males in our class, right? Mm-hmm. So already there is potential for insecurity to happen or to creep in. Makes sense. But he also is a very large individual and we love him because he represents a body type that most would look at and say, you don't fit in mm-hmm. because of your size. And I think that is the, a testament to the power of the kind of community that we've built is we've actually said your size is the perfect fit for this community, because what we're working on is that internal transformation. Because when you feel accepted, and then you learn to love and accept yourself at any size, I think that is the foundation for physical change. And it's the healthy approach to it. So many people try to attack physical, you know, a physical standard first and reducing size and becoming the skinniest version of yourself. And we often try to reframe that by saying, not that we won't celebrate if there's weight loss, right? Because that is hard and that's worth celebrating. But we're not here to try to make you become the skinniest version of yourself. We actually want you to become the fullest version of yourself.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: The largest life you can live, taking up the most space in this world because that's who you were made to be. And that's the gift that the world receives when you give yourself permission to live that way. So Robert is one of those people that our entire community just rallies around because. We know how hard it took for him to walk through the doors. And yet, every single time that he chooses to show up, it's like this rally cry for people that have disincluded themselves or who have Mm -hmm. sidelined themselves or who have said, I don't fit in. They look at Robert and they say, If he fits in, I can too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That's such a great, just I think, word for anyone who is maybe on the sidelines like, should I check it out? Should I try to get involved? Like, I think what you just said is so perfect to just say come experience this community and how it feels when you either step through the door or put on the video or whatever and just, you know, kind of experience it for yourself and know that yeah, you're not going to be met with like you said the side eye or the <laughs> the like judgment or whatever. So, yeah, super good. Right. Well, I know you guys actually have your own podcast, which is so fun, and I feel very late to the party because I in my head, I was like, oh, they just started a podcast. And I realized this has been going on since like 2020 in July. Right. So that's super fun. I actually started this podcast in June of 2020. So they're kind of like, I don't know, podcast little twins. That started- cousins. Yeah. Cousins. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Which is so fun. How has, but congratulations on having a podcast, even though I'm a little late to the party. <laughs> How has that experience been for you guys so far?
1: Yeah, it's been great. I mean, it's been something that I think we've personally looked forward to, you know, as you can imagine, just as human beings today, but running a business and, you know, living our lives that has been, you know, calendar meeting after calendar meeting that that two hour block that we set, you know, aside for the podcast has been one of the most life giving things to us personally. And I don't think we expected that. I think it at first was just going to be like another thing on the calendar. But I can say it's been, you know, a little bit of the thing that at times has held us together. We've learned things about one another that we didn't know prior to uh, <laughs> sitting down with microphones to talk. This yeah. conversation
3: definitely are not premeditated. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: yeah and then
2: you share don't. it with the one world. Out of three
3: know what the topic is, or most cases, two out of three know what we're talking about. And <laughs> I'm speaking off the cuff. <laughs> That's
2: amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. we're learning as we are speaking. We are. And I don't think we're very good at it, to be honest. (laughs) We, You know, there are podcasters out there that devote such time and they're organized and, you know, they have such vision for it. And I do just want to say to your listeners it's so much work. So any, so to you and the podcast that you've built and the community that you're building, I just want to, you know, make sure that your community knows how much work goes into these podcasts. It takes up so much time and we do love it, but the amount of time that it requires and the amount of time we want to spend on it, we just don't have, but we're thankful for the opportunities and we want to keep doing it as long as we can. But yeah, we're not we're not great at it.
0: <laughs> I think y'all are awesome. And I think because <laughs> you're just real, you're you and you're sharing just from your heart whatever is going on at the time, or like I've only listened to a few episodes, but I'm super excited to go back and kind of listen to your older ones as well. And you guys are in season three now. Is that right?
1: We are. Yes. We just started season three. So oh, yeah, right. but see we make those up.
2: It's yeah, just we make like those up. We took a big break. So that's the end of the season. Yes. And now we're, because the break was really long. So here's season three. It's that's perfect. Yeah. We're tracking yeah. like a
1: season a year. Cool. So that feels good. Yeah, that, that is true. I think. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems yeah. Cool. But it was important to have a space where we could maybe just more candidly talk about things that mattered to the three of us as individuals and not just from the mouthpiece of Refit. Right. You know, as the founders, it's very easy to just make What ReFit says and what Angela says or Catherine's synonymous with, you know, what the brand believes and what the brand thinks and what the brand, you know, views life as. And that's not always necessarily the case. Yes, ReFit is very closely tied to our DNA and who we are. Mm -hmm. But there's also a, a necessary opportunity for us to just express ourselves as individuals without it being... Like a business move for refit. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast kind of allows us that outlet to just connect yeah. with listeners on a more personal.
1: I think the technical term is it's a passion project. <laughs> <laughs> so I always feel so weird saying that. Yeah. Like it just says hanging out. Right. It's a lot
0: of fun. Exactly. I know I usually i am like kind of like this. Like it's so fun because I get to hang out with you guys and then share it with the world, which is really fun, or whoever happens to listen. But yeah. So it's called finding fit. And Do you guys want to just give like the synopsis of what the show is about? You've already said a little bit just from explaining, but. Yeah, what's
2: your intro? You say, what do we say? Finding your fit in this crazy world. Love it. Oh,
0: and I love (laughs) y'all's intro where you like sing together.
1: We sing, yes. We did some singing.
0: Yes, everyone needs to go check out Finding Fit and listen to their beautiful singing and then also to the awesome conversations that are happening there. So, so fun. So I would love to hear just, Vision. Do you guys have vision for the future of refit or kind of like taking it one day at a time?
1: Yes, to both. <laughs> <laughs> Big dreams and day-to-day realities.
0: Yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have any events that are coming up soon that people might be interested in checking out?
1: Yeah, so this summer um, in July, we do have our large event that Emily alluded to. It's called Recon. It was just for instructors, but the last last year we kind of soft opened it to the public. And this year, if you are a Refit fan fanatic or friend, come on! It doesn't matter if you've been working out on our YouTube channel for a minute or for five years. We would love for you to be a part of the event. It's going to be an incredible gathering in the Refit community, literally from all across the globe. So fun. We've got some awesome keynote speakers coming in that will hopefully add value to you, whether, yeah, you've worked out or you're just a human being that wants to to learn. I think the feedback we've gotten about recon in the years past is this is way more than a fitness event. This is an event that I'm invested in as a human being. And so busy moms and busy people love to take a break at recon. Um, So that's coming up this summer. Mm -hmm. We also have instructor trainings happening throughout the country get on any given weekend we're headed to tennessee soon and then north carolina and then we always have our uh, virtual and self-paced instructor trainings available online so if you're interested in becoming a refit instructor rachel um I, um, I i actually seriously have thought about it it
0: is on my radar for sure so that would be super fun
3: but even
1: just on a entry
3: level, getting into the refit community. Many of your listeners may go look for us on YouTube or discover us there. And that's how you were introduced to us. But by kind of taking that next step from watching individual videos on YouTube to then getting into refit on demand is kind of just that next very small incremental step Uh where you then realize, oh, wait, I actually can do entire workouts with other people and get on an actual Facebook page and get to know people across the world that are working out in every time zone represented. And so those refit on demand classes are all streamed through our website. So refitrev.com is where you click on take a class. And that's where you can see what live workout is happening in different cities, but it's also where you can subscribe for refit on demand. So every class that we teach in the studio, Plus bonus content. There's over 100 workouts you can click on at any given time. That's awesome. No ads, Yay. no YouTube interrupt- interruptions. So that would be where I would love to see you all
0: head. Yay! Yes, that'd be <laughs> awesome.
2: Well, and Rachel, we can connect after this, but we have a code we can give your listeners if they want to try it out mm-hmm. for free. So be we'll let you pass that on.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that would be so cool. And people can try it out and then hopefully get involved and get connected in. So yeah, I feel like it would be so fun to talk for so much longer and hear about like the dynamics with working together, living life together. But I know some of that is on y'all's podcast as well. So maybe I'll just encourage people to go listen, hear more about your journey together. and. Friendship and work life, and all of that good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, for sure. But as we wrap up, I would love to let each of you share maybe one like final word of encouragement for our listeners today. And mostly, this is a community of artists, some of which are dancers as well. But just kind of whatever is on your heart that you want to share would be awesome. Wow,
2: that's a big challenge to figure out <laughs> one thing I, we would want to share. I think what I would say, given the audience that you just identified, would be as business owners in this space for 10 years, but more importantly, as people who have a passion to love people and have been fortunate enough to find a way to turn that passion into a job. Mm-hmm. One thing I would encourage your community with is to look at every obstacle as an opportunity. Because most of the success stories that we've experienced or most of the success that we've experienced has come at the hands of failure Mm -hmm. or at the hands of being resourceful enough to overcome the obstacle. And so one thing we talk to our instructors about in training is if you can train yourself every time you hit an obstacle to ask the question, how is this an opportunity for me? I think that changes the game because so much of what we do as creatives and entrepreneurs and business owners really is that mental game of how strong are you? How resourceful are you? How much do you want this? How much are you willing to work to get it? Nothing comes easy anymore. Nothing is free. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is earned. And so if you can put your passion at the center of what you do, that will always help motivate you towards why you do it. But then if you can also apply that elbow grease Mm -hmm. and just get really clear on tenacity and nothing's Mm going to stop me, then when you hit those obstacles, you'll have more of a reason to push through, but also the head game that'll help align you towards how to turn that obstacle into an opportunity. And 10 times out of 10, when you find a way to navigate that obstacle, you will grow, period, Mm -hmm. every single time.
0: That is so good. Thank you, Angela. That's awesome. Maybe you want to go in ace order again. Oh, (laughs) we're going to pass it to Emily. I
3: I don't know that it's encouragement as, as much as it's just advice that I've learned through the years of maybe something that didn't always, or that you don't always see come natural to people in the creative space. But I think there's a couple different things that I would say to this demographic. One is knowing your own limits even when it comes to creativity, sometimes you can get stuck, you can get in a rut and you can start to kind of think small and within the parameters of what you've always done or what you've been trained to do or how to think. And so asking questions, not being the smartest person in the room, not being the best dancer in the space, but pushing yourself and getting up next to people that know more than you about things and can kind of stretch your mind to think bigger and think. Wider, that's good. Yeah, it is being open-minded. It is being willing to be taught things, and I think it's more challenging for some than others. And especially in the twenty to forty age range, you are you are talking with a lot of millennials, and I don't know other generation Z Y. I don't know all the mm-hmm. the letters, but yeah. but I think there is kind of this growing trend of like it being really uncomfortable to not know the answer to things Mm -hmm. or thinking that you do know more than maybe your life experience has taught you. And so I think just being able to pursue your passion with humility and with an openness to learn from other people is going to be advantageous. And so just leaning into being able to say, I don't know, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And letting your mind be open to that. Yeah.
1: So good. Yeah. I would say similarly is like staying curious. I want to be 80, 90 years old and still be curious. I don't, I don't want to feel like I've arrived. I think that learning and listening are two of the most forgotten arts, you know, speaking of creative arts. Yeah. And then with that is creating and making space for yourself. And I know we talk a lot about self-care and that can feel like a broken record. But I've, I've learned if I have a heart that's postured towards curiosity, actually have to create space to cultivate that Mm -hmm. that's the the first the first thing is like I'm curious the second thing is okay I've got this like garden that's that has seeds and but I've got to water it like I've got to like cultivate Mm -hmm. that I can't just be curious and then move on to the next thing I'm curious about that's so fun and exciting but like I actually have to do the work of cultivating that curiosity so that that happens with space right Mm -hmm. and it pushes at times, pushing things out, at times, silencing things. And so, yeah, curiosity and creating space would be my
0: encouragement to you guys. Yeah, super good. I love that. I think that's
1: also kind of the foundation
3: for being able to love other people well. You have to be curious about the other people. You can't just arrive with an assumption and a decision about someone before you've allowed yourself to be curious
0: about them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And like you're saying, making space and kind of having margin because it's hard to love people well when we're like, you know, on to the next head thing, head down. Nice. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, that is sure. so good. And last question for you guys before just like giving contact info is just for fun what is one of your favorite things right now?
2: One of my favorite things I was actually just thinking about this morning is uh, I <laughs> you up, was okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> here was my chance. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope someone asked me this today. Yeah, exactly. uh, No, I was thinking my train of thought was I so much enjoy a slow morning. Mm -hmm. And I think that we are culturally in a society that devalues anything slow, Mm -hmm. right? Any sort of... Taking time off, or not being super productive, or having a very full schedule, and specifically, I would say there's a lot of shame attached to people that have slower mornings. We want to wake up, hit the pavement, Mm -hmm. you know, start off the day running fast and furious, off of adrenaline, off of caffeine. Look at me, go, go, go. And I've just been in a season, obviously, with my kids that I don't have to wake up and change diapers and bottles and pack bags anymore. They're very self-sufficient, and in this season with the business and only because I have been in seasons where I have stretched way too thin and got to the edge of a breaking point mm-hmm. for myself. So I've had to figure out what are those things that fill me up, yeah, that allow me to pace for the long term, not for these short sprints. I'm not a short sprinter anymore. Um, and so my slow mornings are very coveted and I know that's a luxury that a lot of people don't have, but maybe they have it in other ways mm-hmm. and I'm a better person for it. So I'm also late for a lot of things. Don't take <laughs> meetings before 9 a.m., but I'm just giving myself permission yeah. to take that for myself because yeah. I know the benefit is not only internally and personally, but it is a benefit to every person around me. So Yay. there's no shame in that slow morning game. There you go. That's my favorite thing right So now. good.
0: So good. <laughs>
2: All the only thing I could think
3: yeah. like, what is a slow morning?
0: <laughs> yeah. Fast. Yeah. You're well, in the throes of it with the two year old. Yeah.
3: So. Right. <laughs> that's that's right. That's that's right. That's yeah. But speaking of shame, yeah. Like if I wake up, because my two year old, you know, will stay up too late sometimes with his older brothers. And so I'll try to like get him to sleep in more in the mornings before he goes to school after they do. Mm -hmm. And so some mornings I'm still in bed with him, keeping him asleep whenever my older two go to school. And I always feel guilty. Like you should see your kids before school. And today I woke up and I went out there and it was 740. They were already gone. And I was like, you should have been up before. But I also got to sleep with my two year old and mm-hmm. sleep till seven forty, and you so also get great. to see your kids after school. So yeah. there's that; they'll they'll be there. Exactly, yeah, they'll be
0: there. still be
3: there. <laughs> that's good. See them today. Yeah. Uh, whenever I'm going to be completely honest, when you said what are some of your favorite things right now, the only thing that popped into my mind are my new sparkly boots. Thank you. <laughs> that
0: sounds so fun. That's awesome.
3: They are so fun. They are. Solid rhinestones. So the whole thing, I want them. The whole thing yes. is sparkly, and I am not a flashy dresser. I don't own clothes that shine or have a lot of color. It is a very neutral palette, but there is a very fun event happening on Saturday <laughs> with the 50th birthday that we were laying yes,
2: yes, yes. on the couch for. Yes, it's my husband's 50th. It's That's not so Angela's. Cool.
3: Birthday, yeah. Yeah. And the theme has just afforded a lot of fun planning and things thinking of getting outside of the box and doing things, you know, outside of your, your norm that one of my new favorite things right now is blingy clothes.
2: I <laughs> just so your listeners know, cause I want these boots as well. It's the Betsy Johnson glitter boot. And if any of your audience members are going to the Taylor Swift concert, they will yes. see everybody wearing them. Everyone yeah. needs a pair. Love yeah. it. That's so it's fun. Just,
3: it's completely unnecessary. Oh, wow. But so, are they so like the, so the fun short The shorty? Ones. The short,
0: the Katie bits? Oh, can mm-hmm. I see? Oh. Nice. Those are so cute. It's so, it
3: not from... what I would wear on a <laughs> night out. They come in all different oh, they're oh,
0: colors. colors. I know. Yes. Yes. Those are so fun. I'm going to have to look oh, that up then. These. Yeah. Oh,
2: those would be cool. They're on sale. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I yeah. love it.
2: We were at a country concert, the Turnpike Troubadours, and I saw this girl in the crowd and she had these boots on and I just gazed at her boots for the entire time. (laughs) And so finally, I just mustered up the nerve and I was like, you've got to tell me about these boots. And she gushed over them, said the same thing. She's like, you've got to have them. You'll think you don't have a place to wear them to. You will find outfits for the boots. And they have multiple colors. She said, I own three different pairs now. So.
1: Okay. Ooh, that's amazing. That's pick up. That will influence <laughs> your shoe. There you go. So great. Love it. Well, I do love a good pair of shoes. And I do love slow mornings as well. but my, my and This is makes me feel so old when I say this. And I think it's because our weather has been like perfect. Mm-hmm. It has been perfect. Yeah, it's been a good mm-hmm. spring. Yeah. It has. And it rarely happens, you know, in Texas, but yes. in Waco, Texas. And I just have been getting outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when did I transition from like, oh, I'm fine being in like a room all day to like, you know what? I need to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. I feel old. that you are going to talk about your vacation. Well, also that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, lo- I love being outside right mm-hmm. now. And it's because these days don't happen often. And yeah. I am going to take advantage of yes. them. Yeah, Soaking so it I in. Literally. Summer's living. Really, yeah. yeah. And I don't have a yard. So I'll just literally go and like sit under a tree. Nice. I love it. Wild. Yeah. It's so good when
0: you can get the sunshine, yeah. but not be like baking in the hundred degree weather whenever summer yes. hits. So I am with you on that for sure. Yeah.
2: Here in Texas, we go from warm to broiling very quickly. So when we're yeah. able to be just a little toasty, that's the best. Yes. yes. So
0: good. I know I'm trying to get to the park a lot lately and we're kind of in close to the city as well. So we'll go to the park, walk around. And yeah, so, so nice. But Rachel,
2: yes, Rachel, I have a question. We want to know what your favorite thing is. -hmm. We all got to share. My
0: favorite favorite thing thing? right now. Mm -hmm. This is super hard for me as a nine. I'm like, (laughs) what do I say? I don't know. All the things. (laughs) What what
2: pops into your head? Whatever pops into my head.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, actually Velvet Taco (laughs) is one of them. That's been like (laughs) a huge favorite lately. And they have a brisket taco. If you've Not tried it, you need to try it. It's like the flour tortilla. They put cheese on the outside and like fry it. It's so good. And then also getting outside. (laughs) I'm going to steal yours a little bit too, but I've been loving that as well.
3: Go grab a taco and eat it outside. Exactly.
0: Yes. That sounds (laughs) beautiful right now. (laughs) So I'd love to let people know where they can connect with you, connect with Refit and the Finding Fit podcast. So, what's the best way to do that?
2: Yeah. So they can find our website at refitrev.com. Also on Instagram or Facebook, it's at ReFitRev, R-E-V is in Victor. And of course, if they want to email us, info at ReFitRev.com. And then our Finding Fit podcast is literally Finding Fit.
0: Finding Fit. fit, <laughs> pod, finding fit <laughs> nice. Pod. Yep. Yep. Anywhere you listen and check it out,
2: which will be awesome. That's yes. right. Exactly.
0: Yay. Well, I kind of already felt like your friends before we met just because I've seen your faces a lot, but I now f- officially feel like. I can call you my friends, which is so fun. (laughs) So grateful to get to spend time with you guys. Thank you for just sharing your heart behind ReFit and a little bit of just your journeys. And so excited for what you guys are doing and cheering you on here from Houston.
1: Thank you for being willing to listen. And thank you for creating a space for people. So we appreciate the work you're doing as well. Thank
0: you. guys, that was so much fun, and I hope that you enjoyed it just as much as we did. Since recording this conversation, I've actually joined in on ReFit's 30-day challenge this month, and it's been such a blast. I've been getting up early, doing the workouts, and they keep it so fun and motivating. As a reminder, if you're interested in trying out ReFit On Demand for free, you can use the special promo code for Friends of the Podcast, and that's all uppercase, R O D like refit on demand, and then the word creative all together. So it's R-O-D-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. I I just want to say thank you so much to refit for their generosity in offering that promo code for us. And it'd be awesome if you go find them on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and give them some love. You can find all the links, including that promo code, the full show notes, and additional resources on our website, creativeimpactpodcast.com. If you're interested in supporting the show, some great ways to do that are to share it with a friend, to rate and review wherever you're listening, and then also if you're interested in giving financially, you can check out our Patreon community where you get bonus content each month and have a special part in helping make this podcast possible. You can access our Patreon community on the link at our website or by going to creativeimpactpodcast.com/slash-p-a-t-r-e-o-n. Thank you all so much for listening to the Creative Impact Podcast. The music for the show was produced by Michael Cash. Until next time, remember that you were designed to create. You were made to inspire. Continue living with purpose and making an impact. I'll see you next time, friends.